Ladies and gentlemen, don't be alarmed. This show will do no harm. Presented by WPWL, someone's got a story to tell. Throughout the month of October, we're getting a little darker. So bundle up tight and lend your ears to Mr. Dizzy Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome again to a very special Halloween edition of the Dizzy Parker Show. I am the Dizzy Parker, and that makes you the listener, giving us a very special relationship. Now, if if you are already a frequent listener of the Dizzy Parker Show, thank you for returning. And I want to put out a little challenge right here at the beginning of the show, if, if you already enjoy the show. This week, I want you to tell one person, only one, just one person, about the Dizzy Parker Show. If you get any kind of entertainment or in inspiration out of it, do me a favor and either share the video on Facebook or YouTube, or recommend the podcast and if you're in the local Pauling area in New York tune in live on uh, Saturday afternoons which you're seeing slash hearing right now at two o'clock or Wednesday nights at 9 30. So thank you so much. If you're already a fan of a show please do me a favor and make sure you share on your social media as well your favorite platform whatever it is like and subscribe at the Dizzy Parker. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and you can also be my friend on Snapchat. If you're listening for the first time, thank you for lending me your ear. And once again, my name is Dizzy Parker, and I am a musician, a personal trainer, a motivational speaker, but most of all, I am a Christian. And this show is my umbrella under which I like to place all of those subjects to communicate with you on the levels of mind, body, and soul to hopefully entertain and inspire you. Now, as I said, this is a very special Halloween edition. And uh, it just kind of like all of the TV shows from the late 80s and the 90s, where they have, have the seasonal episodes, this is my version of that. And if you were tuning in at the very beginning, you heard my special Halloween edition of the theme song as well. So I'm going to tell you a little story. Uh, one of the Halloweens of my past. It was fun. And I want to give a shout out to some of my best friends. Uh, uh, Sam, you, I haven't talked to you in a while, but hey, pal. And Blair, who's watching live on Facebook. Thank you so much. And a few others. I think my cousin might have been there as well, Andy. Um, uh, this was a few years ago back in my hometown of Rocky Mount, North Carolina. And I've got my very own little ghost story here. So it was Halloween, it was a cold one, and we all had our Halloween costumes and face paint on, especially especially me with the face paint. We wanted to find something, something spooky to do, because Rocky Mount isn't the greatest, uh, greatest town in terms of events and local fun and children running around playing, because usually if people are wearing masks, they're taking money, not candy. 
in Rocky Mount. So we wanted to find something Halloween-themed to do on this particular year. Sometime between, I don't know, 2006 to 2010. I'm not sure. Um, But we went to a neighboring town. Wilson, where we heard that there was this this one area that was especially haunted. And it may or may not be true, but here is our experience. So it was it was the Whirly Gig Farm where this one guy, I don't know exactly what his origins are, but you can find him all over the internet if you look hard enough. The Whirly Gig Farm in Wilson, North Carolina. He builds all of these uh, reflective windmills and colorful contraptions that uh, he has a festival and everything. So there's a story about this place that's around where he lives. They call it Acid Park because if you go there at night and the lights are shining, um, if you're doing your your explicit drugs and hallucinogens, I, I hear it can be pretty entertaining. I'm not sure, but they call it Acid Park for that reason. And so we went out there to this place called Acid Park, the Whirligig Farm, And we heard the story that this man had a daughter who drove, who was driving home one night, typical story, driving home one night and went around a sharp curve and crashed her car into a tree. And the car is now kind of wrapped around the tree, supposedly. And apparently her ghost haunts, haunts the little road that that car was crashed on. I don't know if there's any validity to that story, but we went to check it out, and we did see the car, but there was one little difference. Uh, Instead of the car being wrapped around a tree, it actually had a tree growing up through the motor section now. So I don't know if that was part of the attraction or what. It was dark, and I've never been back in the daytime. But we went down the path. And there was a cemetery on the left. It was a small, probably family cemetery. I'm not sure. Uh, But we went to the cemetery and we turned off all of the flashlights and cell phones and such. And uh, we were looking around to make sure no police were coming because I think it might be private property. Uh, but I was a teenager. What are you going to do? And uh, we would see we would see lights passing from the road. It was around a corner. And. It looked like one one set of headlights was turning in to the road slash dirt path that we were on. And we said, oh, quick, turn off all the lights, hide. And we looked and these lights were coming in the direction that we were. The car was parked like right on the side of the road where we our, our car was. And these headlights were coming down, coming down. And all of a sudden... They flicked off, and we never, ever saw a car pass us. That was the freakiest thing. And it wasn't a trick of our eyes because you could tell the difference between cars passing on the road and going by and the lights were going and when lights are coming at you. And these lights were certainly coming at us, and then they just turned off. Weirdest moment I've ever had. And if you if you are listening and you were there, uh, hit the little like button. That's super. Um, and if you have your own Halloween ghost stories or favorite events or something scary that happened to you, I'd like for you to share that story with me on social media, whatever social media. Once again, at the Dizzy Parker. And 
right now, we're going to take just a short break because I want to play my new song just in time for Halloween called Monsters. Hope you enjoy. Everything used to be When I was a kid everything so much more alive and free And then I think about the times I had before I could see All of the evil in the world like you see on TV But now I recognize that this is the way the world has always been And it is only the result of people living in sin People dying, people crying daily again and again This is the way that it will be until the day we reach the end I gotta figure out a way to get this weight off my chest Because my pride is telling me that if someday I do my best My words will reach a billion years and God will handle the rest But how do I reach a billion years while I'm living in stress? And if I reach a billion years, man, what if I screw up? And if it takes a million years, how do I keep this act up? I guess I'll face a million fears while I'm trying to keep up. So if it takes a million, I'll face a million, I'll keep looking up. I created myself Just like a dog back to his bomb And he just can't help himself Why can't I put these worries away And put them up on a shelf And give the hard part back to God As if I didn't need his help The more I look back on this life I realize he's been there Even though at the time when I looked I couldn't find him anywhere He's always there, he always cares He quiets the storm when you're scared And even when you're not prepared Your skin is bare and your air is scared But what about the people I was worried about The ones who wouldn't hear my words If I didn't reach out I'm going crazy thinking of the ones Who may not be found If I am Quiet, they'll be lost if they never hear the sound Again, I realize that I am not the one in control And if my post is the most from coast to coast My pride will take its toll So I should recognize the fact that I will never grow old And I can't boast I am not supposed to do the most to save a soul Where I 
Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was Monsters by Dizzy Parker. You can get that on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere that you stream music. And right here on Pauling Public Radio. Also, check out DizzyParker.com for music, merch, and more. So this week, as I said, we have a very special show for you because... It is my absolute favorite time of year. We've got ghosts, we've got monsters, we've got vampires and werewolves, and yes, it is Halloween on the Dizzy Parker Show, and everywhere else for that matter. Now you may be saying to yourself, Dizzy, I thought you were, you were a Christian. How in the world could you enjoy such a day steeped in the occult and pagan history? Well, here's why. I don't see it that way. Plain enough. My fellow believers celebrate Easter and Christmas, which both originated in seasonal pagan celebrations, which were later Christianized for various reasons. Halloween slash All Hallows' Eve is certainly no different. Of course, All Hallows' Eve is the precursor to All Hallows' Day, or All Saints' Day, depending on what you, what you want to call it. And Wikipedia says of All Saints' Day... Christian celebration of All Saints Day and All Souls Day stems from a belief that there is a powerful spiritual bond between those in heaven and the living. In Catholic theology, the day commemorates all those who have attained the beatific vision. Look that one up. I did. Uh, it is a national holiday in many historically Catholic countries. In Methodist theology, All Saints Day revolves around giving God solemn thanks for for the lives and deaths of his saints, including those who are famous or obscure. So that's fun. I didn't grow up with that one. Um, but now I'm sure if, if, you're, if you dig hard enough, I could find which is the chicken and which is the egg in this situation. Uh, because these two, they, they line up. Uh, <clears throat> But from what I've learned over the years, here's how I understand it. The Celtic Druids had a day around the harvest season called Samhain, uh, spelled Samhain, if you've, if you've seen your, uh, your Halloween-themed movies, uh, on which the veil between the natural and spirit worlds was lifted, and that allowed the spirits to walk among us. There was some reason to disguise oneself on this day due to fear of the spirits. There was also a tradition later of children in Ireland and Scotland dressing in costume going door to door, either performing or joking in exchange for treats. This, I would assume, arose from uh, the sort of older storytelling about appeasing those spirits, and it, it evolved into more of a fun game people played on the night of October 31st. Sawin. Here's where I don't believe in coincidence. The pagans believe that spirits walk the earth and we allow humans to run the decision-making body of the church. So there is coincidentally a day that begins that very evening on which we are to pray for the spirits of those who are in heaven or something like that. There's no biblical reason for this or any of our other holiday traditions, yet somehow certain things are inherently Christian and others are not. 
other than seven specified feast days, none of these things we Christians are given to celebrate are Christian at all. So as long as we continue to light Christmas trees and hide Easter eggs, I'll keep carving my pumpkins. And that leads me to another weird subject. What's the deal with the church carnivals? I I felt like Jerry Seinfeld there. Did anybody else feel that? What's the deal with these church carnivals? I don't know if it's regional because I'm from the South or if it's pretty universal. Uh, But churches that do harvest festivals and trunk a-treats, allow me to describe these if you are familiar. They're... There are nice stalks of wheat and corn, pumpkins, apple bobbing, children in costumes, and walking door to door for candy. And by the way, this happens at the end of October. If it looks like a duck, smells like a duck, and leaves feathers everywhere and quacks all the time, it's probably a duck. Feed it some bread. You're celebrating Halloween, folks. You can't get around it. You can call it what you want. But you like it as much as I do. And there was another article on Halloween. Speaking of liking it as much as I do, I ran into it while I was doing doing my uh, research so I could pile all these things together in one nice, concise story. And uh, it's from the New York Post. It says, sad millennials have ruined Halloween because, as I said... And as you might have seen on my social media, if you follow me, uh, I really enjoy Halloween. I like the festivities and the fun and the pranks and uh, pain in my face. It's fun. I don't, I don't know why I like it so much. Maybe there's some kind of deep mental thing, but I really enjoy it. What can I say? So uh, once again, New York Post, sad millennials have ruined Halloween. I read through this and for once I'm going to... I'm going to stand on the side of people that call themselves or are called categorized as millennials. Some would put me in that category. I highly disagree. But either way, it says in the new book, Fantasyland, How America Went Haywire, uh, writer Kurt Anderson explores the many curious ways in which Americans seem determined to delude ourselves and always have. I don't disagree with that. That's something I've commented on in the past about uh, why people my age, slightly older, slightly younger, are obsessed with with living in the 90s and why the 90s were such a pivotal moment in our history. Uh, And the article says, not so long ago, recalls the baby boomer author, American adults never dressed up in costumes, certainly not as an annual ritual. When my daughters reached their early 20s, obsessing more than ever over Halloween costumes, they were shocked when I told them that. Anderson adds that in the 1980s, after the Halloween parades invented by uh, freshly out gay people in San Francisco and New York, dressing up on Halloween became a thing straight adults did in every corner of the country. Here's Here's where I love my gay people, because... That's fun. <laughs> and uh, they, because, because people that uh, are pushed aside in society for one reason or another, uh, be, it, be it your sexuality or your weight or uh, things that you enjoy doing on a daily basis, quote unquote nerds, uh, you have to develop a little bit more personality. And 
I think that in some cases, like Comic-Con that we see now, uh, and actually there's a lot of comic conventions now with lots of cosplay and such, uh, people enjoy dressing up and escaping reality for a weekend. The article goes on to talk about more of responsibilities and where you spend your money and not taking on the adult responsibilities that we used to take on uh, at much earlier ages. I agree with that, but I also, also disagree greatly because it's not about avoiding responsibility, but it's a generational mindset. And I don't relate to a lot of things that my generation does, but on this one, I'm going to I'm going to stand with them because, yes, we are getting married and having families older. Various reasons, good or bad, it's happening. And we're focusing more and more on careers and changing our paths in this world and trying to change the future. And some have personal reasons for that, and some have um, quote-unquote global reasons for that, but we are focused more on things that are larger than our tiny towns and our, our tiny family lives, and more on either trying to make more success for ourselves later in life, in our 40s and 50s, so we don't have to regret every morning and every night what we did throughout the day and oh how did i get stuck with these bills we're trying to make something that we will enjoy waking up to i know that's what i did a few years ago when i decided i wanted to be a personal trainer it doesn't pay millions of dollars up front but it can build it can build a legacy it can build greater success later in life because I've learned some skills that you would not learn working in an office environment or just or delivering sodas like I used to. Shout out to Gary, my old boss who's watching right now on Facebook. But escaping reality for for a weekend uh, or just one day in the case of Halloween, I don't think it's such a bad thing. We deserve, well, we don't deserve anything, but we owe it to ourselves to take a moment and just enjoy life while keeping the responsibilities that that come every day and will not be avoided. That's my take on the matter. And you can find that article. It's actually, I think it was published today. Yep, October 28th if you're listening live on the New York Post. You can read that whole article there. Um, so with that said, let's get back to the fun part for just a minute because sometimes I, I interject. I interject with very, very serious things if you're a frequent listener. I'd like to hear your stories. Please, please send me pictures. Send me a message about one of your favorite Halloween experiences or uh, what is your... What is your favorite Halloween movie? There's a lot of those coming out right now, uh, and they're showing up on Hulu and Netflix. It's great. Do all of that on your favorite social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat. I'll even take one of those little video messages. All at the Dizzy Parker. Thank you, WPWL, 
for allowing me to commandeer some of your spooky airwaves today. And uh, also, I'm going off to a big convention next weekend, Actors, Models, and Talent for Christ, and it might just change my life. Send me your prayers if you would. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Dizzy Parker. You've been awesome. Have a wonderful day.